Hello, beautiful homemakers. Welcome to the Blossomed Homemaker podcast. My name is Ellie and I'm going to be your host throughout this podcast. I'm a wife, a twin mom, and a homemaker with a passion for women and moms to help encourage them to lead happier, more productive lives with faith, my blog, my e-course, and this podcast, teaching you, dear homemaker, how to be the manager of your mindset so that you can set the beautiful tone inside your home. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful homemakers, and welcome to today's episode. This is such an exciting episode because we are going to be chatting about relationships, a very important topic as one that is also so close to my heart. So today, I'm going to be sharing four ways that you can strengthen the relationships inside your home. Enjoy the episode. Ladies, it is so important to build strong relationships inside your home with your spouse and your children. And it's not always easy because so many factors play a role in building relationships with our loved ones, such as communication and understanding. And it's sometimes hard. So especially when you're trying to understand the other person or you're trying to get a message across, you're trying to communicate and it just is not happening. So I know that there are so many factors that play a role. Um, However, as homemakers, we set the tone inside our homes. And I know how often I say that. And that is because I am so passionate to get that message across, ladies. Homemakers set the tone inside their home. So that is why I am always going to bring that up in most of the episodes over here because it is so important for you to remember. And having strong bonds with those that we love is really important to us. And ladies, a happy home is where we find grace and peace. So the very first way that I want to talk about today is to know each other's love language. When we know what the love languages are of our loved ones, our husbands and our children, then we can absolutely understand the way that they need and want to be heard and loved. Ladies, if you're not familiar with what the love languages are, you guys can definitely go and check out this awesome book that I highly recommend. It's the book of the five love languages from Gary Chaplin. Um, And there are five different love languages that he speaks about. And this is just such an awesome, awesome topic. So you guys should definitely go and check it out. Um, There are also tons and tons of explanations and different people um, who've written different topics around this or different books and stories and all these kinds of things. You can just go and check it out on Google. Um, But the five different love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, gifts, physical touch, and acts of service. So the thing is, if we can learn that the deeper meaning of each one of these love love languages, we can understand what our spouses and our children are trying to communicate with us. So, and then we can love them accordingly. So say, for example, your daughter's love language is gifts. And she shows her affection towards you by, for example, coloring a little picture for you or picking a flower out of the garden for you 
Or if you have older children, um, they might buy you something small from the store when they run errands or... Um, but they don't say that they love you very much with words, but they show this through gifts or just thinking of you and saying, hey, I picked this flower and it made me think of you. So that's just a practical example. And that is their way of loving you. And that is their love language. So when you communicate as a mom back in their love language, then that is the way that they want to receive love and communication um, towards them. And that will help you understand each other a lot better. Um, the thing about the love languages is that I find as the core of importance over here is that you have a primary love language, which is your first love language. And the rest of them will all fall in line, but you're, you will always have a top primary love language and when you can communicate somebody else's top love language to them first then that is the key and the way to winning their heart so say for example my first love language is words of affirmation and my husband's first love language is quality time if I want to show love towards him I don't have to tell him that 25 times I have to show it with my actions of spending quality time with him. But when he wants to communicate love to me, he can tell me 25 times that he loves me and I would I would love that. Whereas rather sitting with me for an hour just staring at me is not really a big thing, but I want to hear it. So words of affirmation are for me a huge thing. It's like, ladies, I need to know that I'm doing a good job. Words just honestly build me and I really feel like you know that saying when kids you teach kids like um sticks and stones can break my bones but words can never harm me I think that that's not very true because words can be hurtful um I know it's something that we teach them to not take on bullies but I really think words have a lot of power um so, but I'm not going to get into that in too much detail over here, but definitely look into this. So, yeah, um, like I was saying, my husband and I have quite different love languages, and so do my children. And the thing is, ladies, when I can recognize that each one has a special way of loving, then I can definitely strengthen the relationship with each one of them in their own ways. And... As a side note, on the topic of love languages, Charissa from Lanes of Grace actually recently made um, a really, really cool explanation on all the love languages and also gave some really cool practical ways on how you can express your love in different love languages. So I highly recommend to go and check her out as well. The second way that you can build strong relationships inside your home with the others is by being yourself. Just be you, ladies. It is so beautiful when you can be your authentic self in front of your loved ones. No fronts or masks, just yourself. And being comfortable inside your own skin is also such a beautiful thing for a homemaker. And if you are goofy or humble, or if you're a really excitable person, if you're loud or calm, just embrace that. Being accepted for who you are is so important. And this will also help you to love and accept your spouse and your children for who and what they are.
When everyone inside your home, ladies, can just feel comfortable in their own skin and be really, really loved and accepted for that in their own identity, then happiness and strong bonds are formed. And I know that for us women, some or as mamas, we sometimes have, you know, like, for example, I have twin girls and they have completely different um, personalities. They react differently to certain situations. They speak differently. They, oh my gosh, they are so, so different. And I have to accept and love each one for who they are. One is really loud. One is really quiet. One is really excited all the time about everything. She completely wears her heart on her sleeve. And the other one doesn't. She just handles her things silently. So I know I have to navigate her emotions on a different way. Um, so ladies, loving your husband your and your children for who they are, accepting them for who they are, um, and being able to teach them to be themselves. Because people who really love you accept you for exactly who you are. And the people who don't, eh, they don't need to be there, you know, friends <laughs> and acquaintances. So yeah, ladies, this is all about basically knowing how to be yourself, be accepted for who you are, and also accept your, your family inside your home for who they are, and to not try and change them all the time to suit your needs. So this will automatically form very, very strong bonds inside your home because your kids will want to communicate with you. They're going to want to come to you um, because they know that you wholeheartedly just love and accept them for who they are. Okay, ladies, so here is a difficult one. <laughs> I know for us mamas, this is a really difficult one, but this is a super important one, and that is to put your marriage first. And ladies, all too often, when we have children, we forget that our spouses were there first. And it is because of the love that we have inside our marriages that um, that create beautiful children. And that's the thing, ladies, like we need to place God at the center of our marriages and put it above all else. And yes, our children are so important and should be taken care of and loved. But so are our husbands. They need to feel like they matter. They need to feel like they are important to us and that we still see them as important and wanted and that we honor them for who they are. And like I said, I know that it is so easy for us women and mamas to forget about our husbands when we have a baby and we've got kids who are constantly consuming all our time and energy. And at the end of the day, we're too tired and to really spend quality time with our spouses. But I really want to encourage you to place your husband first. God first, then your husband, then your children. So I mean first above your kids. And I know that that is hard. I know even for myself, it's so hard sometimes. But this is me reminding myself as well, hey, he was there first. And it's because you guys loved one another so much that it created these beautiful children. So, and my husband is my absolute 
100% biggest gift that I have ever received in my whole life. So I give all the glory and honor to God for my husband, for who he is and for what he is and for everything that he does for our family and the fact that he's such an incredible father as well. And I need to honor him and, and make him feel important and loved for who he is and to not have him question that. So I want to encourage you today, ladies, to think about your spouses and remember to put them first. Ladies, this is such a beautiful one. And that is to nurture those relationships inside your home. The relationships in your home are not going to bloom. I'm telling you this now, they're not going to bloom and grow if they are not nurtured. Think about your plant babies that you have inside your home. I know so many of us homemakers love indoor plants. <laughs> and when we nurture our flowers and our gardens and our plants, we give them water to grow. If you're anything like me, then you have your house plants and your outside plants. What I do is a lot of the times I gather my indoor plants and I go and take them outside once a week, I let them go. I soak up all the sun that comes in on the patio <laughs> and they get nurtured and taken care of and because of that because of the love because of the water because of the sunshine they grow and they bloom and it's exactly the same about the relationships in our homes um I mean, when we feed our relationships with good communication and kindness and support and love and navigation, then we are able to grow these relationships and watch them bloom into beautiful close bonds. And this is one of our biggest family goals as well, is to have strong relationships inside our home. Ladies, I just so badly want to grow together and have really, really close bonds with my husband as well as my children. And I'm going to be raw and real and I'm going to share this with you today. That is probably my number one family goal in my home as a homemaker and as a wife and as a mom is to nurture those bonds, to have really strong bonds with, especially with my girls, because um, I just feel like my kids are my crown. They are literally the crown on my head. And I just want to be there for them. I want to be the mom who gives all her time and energy and attention. And also to have them see that mom takes care of herself as well. I want my children to respect me, to love me, and to also trust me when they're adults. And that can only happen through intentionally working on these beautiful bonds each day. And yes, it is tough sometimes. And it's tough in all homes. There are sometimes trials that we all face together. There are difficulties. There are arguments. There are impatient moments and so on. But however, ladies, the efforts that we put in from our sides will definitely pay off in the long run. So I hope that that this really inspires you to go and nurture those relationships. That is a very, very important topic um, inside your home to strengthen the bonds is to nurture it. Think of your plant babies, how much you love those plant babies and how beautiful it is when you see them grow and bloom and blossom. 
remember it's the same for your husband and your children. We don't want to, I said to my husband the other night, I don't want to be thinking 10, 20 years along the line and looking back and thinking, oh, we never put in any effort. I want to always remember to nurture the relationships in my home with my husband, my children, and make that an intentional priority. I hope that this episode inspired you and encouraged you to strengthen those relationships inside your home and when there are tough situations that you can overcome them together as a family unit. Ladies, time is so precious and we need to appreciate and savor each beautiful moment spent together. And yes, even when there are tough ones, remember that your family bonds are really important and we need to strengthen those relationships under our roofs in our four walls and set that beautiful tone inside our home and as always ladies i want to remind you that you are so worthy you are beautiful and you are loved <laughs>